is the Brain Dead Podcast. This is Larry. And this is Zombie Girl TJ. We're here to talk about all the stuff we didn't talk about for the last couple of months, and hopefully we'll be able to get all that, but probably a little bit, at least only the stuff that we can actually remember. And I want to just assure our listening audience that I did not speed that part of Larry's speech up. He can actually talk that fast. He's like the, what is it, Micro Machines? Micro Machines Micro Machines uh, auctioneer Auctioneer. type guy. You have to be a certain age to remember that. When I'm jazzed up with enough caffeine, I can spit out just about anything that I need to. But the thing is, if I go real slow, then I kind of stutter, stammer, whatever. Anywho. I'm just going to not talk for a second here. I'm going to move the microphone more in between the two of us because I'm coming out very soft compared to you. Okay. Here goes. Damn. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That oh, was so much noise. noise. Oh, oh. I? Daniel's going to put I the should, screws to us on that one. I should totally jack the volume on that section now just to make everybody jump. <laughs> No, I'll put it through another later. It'll all be cool, but this way at least it can hear me a little bit better. So, yeah, we have not podcasted since October 25th. I know. And right off the top, I want to thank Crone Haven for sending us a lovely email a few days ago that said, Hey, I'm missing episode 10 of the Brain Dead podcast. And I immediately went, Oh my God, something fell off. Oh, wait, that's the one we're recording right now. So, thank you, Crone. And so anyway, yes, we did some things. Yes, lots of things. I did a show. Mm-hmm. I did Boeing Boeing. It is a play that was written in France, I think in like 1960, and was successful there and was translated to English and was done in America and even made into a movie with, I want to say, Tony Curtis and Jerry Lewis. Really? As, yeah. Oh, okay. I can check. I can fact check that, but I'm pretty sure that's who it was. It's a play with six characters. There's a bachelor man... American who lives in Paris in the 60s. It's a swinging single bachelor pad. And he has three girlfriends, all of whom are air hostesses, as they called them, stewardesses and flight attendants. And uh, he is stringing them all along, claiming that each one of them is his fiance. But because of the airline schedules, he can keep them going indefinitely because they're never all in Paris at the same time. And his friend from America comes to visit him, who's kind of a, just a nice boy next door from Wisconsin who's completely flummoxed by this whole setup, but kind of starts to see the advantages of it. Anyway, it's a farce. So, of course, you've got three stewardesses, a little bit of bad weather and faster airplanes, and hijinks ensue. Lots of doors for people to be slamming in and out of and almost catching each other. Oh, and the sixth character is the French housekeeper, Berta, and that's who I got to play. And that, ladies... Of any age, but especially ladies of a certain age, if you ever have the chance to play Berta in Boeing Boeing, go after it, put your game face on, and audition for that role, because it is wonderful. And it is, think of all the kooky stuff that Carol Burnett ever did, and you could throw it at this role and have just a ball with it. So I did that, and we only ran for two weekends, which is a pity, because we were having so much fun, and we sold out the last weekend, and you got to see it. Yes, I did. And what was your thoughts? It was great. I really enjoyed it. Good. So, yeah, you got two guys, three pretty women, and and one cranky housekeeper. And the play went by so fast. So I don't know what's causing the static. It's either the cat, or I may have pulled an atom and my cell phone's too close to the microphone. You're getting static? I was like, but that's just my headphones. Don't pet the cat. Yes, it's the cat. Don't pet the cat while you're on okay, there. Okay, do not touch the pussy Probably while it's yeah. in play. <laughs> Leave my pussy out of this, Larry, <laughs> as Mrs. Slocum would say. Yes. Somebody posted about Mrs. Slocum on Facebook, and it reminded me of just how much I love that character. <laughs> she was fun. She was amazing. 
Speaking of good farce-type characters, although mm. Are You Being Served wasn't necessarily a farce. Anyway, so what have you been up to? Oh. Quilting. Quilting, of course. Gaming. Gaming. I've been trying to actually play a little more video games because I've been, I've been quilting a little too much, so I'm backing off of quilting. And I got some art projects done for some people. And Last weekend, you had a mad quilting spree, and you put one together that was you'd been wanting to try. It kind of had a star pattern to it, and you oh! used some British... British themed fabrics. Yes. It, uh... <laughs> so, uh, I blew up the pattern. I something... literally people. He blew it up. Blew Dynamite it up. in my home. You are so not getting your damage deposit. Cotton back. everywhere. The the it was they were supposed to be individual like four and a half inch squares, but instead of four and a half, I had nine and a half inch squares. So actually, the size is quadrupled. Yes. That's, and day was big. Yes, I'm gonna use some of the leftover bits and create a banner top of the pot, and that'll be a large quilt. And then I have another one, the one with the stripe, the the zigzag, the one that, the one that looks like bacon, the red with the white swirly stripes on it. Red with the white swirly stripes. You were folding it one time, and I said it reminded me of bacon. It's a it's oh a nice no, that's solid that primary that, red with that. That's that's that one, the star one that we were just talking about. Yeah, it's got that in it. But no, there's the other one. That's the zigzag. Oh, yes. Oh, the quilt. The zigzag quilt. Gotcha. The zigzag quilt, which I haven't turned in yet because I still haven't gotten my purple and green one back from the quilter yet. So we're going on like three weeks now. And just last, was it this Monday? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. No, last last Sunday. Last Sunday last when weekend. we were at breakfast. Yes. Uh, she gave me a call while we're there. And That's right. Said, oh, I'm lady. just about to start working on it. And she was like, oh, but I need to know who the quilt's for, so I know what to put it on if it needs to be flowers or geometric shapes. I was like, well, it's for me. It's like, okay. And I said, I don't care if there's flowers in it. It's all good to me, as long as it you do what you want and it looks good. Not a problem. And so far as yet, it has not shown up at the quilt shop yet, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe she's having... I just had two brilliant ideas based on, based on what you were talking about. One of them I'll tell you after the show, because I don't want to mention it on the air. Okay. In case you don't like it and would never do it, okay. or in case you do like it and want to do it as a surprise. Okay. The second one was, let's start a Kickstarter so you can get your own quilting machine. I have no idea where you'd put it. You'd have to set it up in the garage. Oh, yeah. But uh, quilting, the- quilting machines, if you don't know, are enormous. Like, they take up probably more room than the average dining room table. Well, so basically they're about seven, seven feet wide, and you're looking at about three feet in depth yeah so at least speak. if not so four. think of it if you a sheet of plywood four by eight a complicated system of tubes and wires and needles <laughs> and needles and thread uh so basically it's like this huge rack system where your quilt is rolled up on one roller and then you've got the well, other Im- things on other imagine rollers. a plotter printer Yes. If you've ever worked with a printer that one of those huge plotting type ones so that you can print out banner sized sheets of paper that's what a quilting machine kind, kind of. of resembles. Only instead of paper, you put the sandwiched quilt through it, and then you put a sewing machine, uh, this a long arm sewing machine, on the little table in there, and it slides. And you've got about you've got about a foot or 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 so depth that you can work on all the way across from side to side on the quilt. And then as you 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 stop it, you pull up the thread and you roll it a little bit. Or there you can, I can spend about. Five to eight thousand dollars on that setup, or maybe the cheapest would be about three thousand dollars. However, there is the CAD system, which is about forty thousand dollars, 
And they actually have those and machines in town. And for those of you who don't know what CAD is, that stands for Computer Assisted Design, design or Computer design. Aided Design. So basically, I can create a pattern design right. on the computer, right. input the pattern, and the, click Start, set up the parameters for the size of the quilt, and it starts doing yeah. it for me, doing yeah. the whole thing. Because normal, in the old days, quilts were quilted by hand, and you would have five or six ladies sitting around in a circle with the quilt draped between them, and they would each be kind of quilting their own section of it and and working the stitches that hold the colorful top of the quilt, the padding in the middle that makes it warm, and this usually solid color backing. Yes. To sandwich that all together and keep it pinned together, they would work lines of stitching that had, you know, flower motifs or swirly motifs or zigzags or whatever. Yeah. Well, now you do that on a big machine. Nobody, well, some people probably still do it by hand. My mom still does a thing where basically you don't even sew it. You just use the embroidery thread and thread and you pull it through a section and then you tie a knot and that's it. Right. The problem if you do you that. You spot weld it. <laughs> exactly. The problem with that though is that as you wash it and you use the quilts. And those break apart. They break apart in the inside yeah. and then you get you lumps redo them. Yeah. in your quilt. And so, so with with a quilting machine, you can run this one long, continuous, enormously long, yes. spirally, swirly line of stitches all through your quilt, but it can form patterns as it goes. So it can make flowers and leaves and mm-hmm. stars and moons. And well, there's one lady in Wenatchee who specializes in apples with apple leaves in between them, oh, okay. which is very popular here in the quote, air quotes, apple capital of the world. Yeah. I still like to call it the apple capital of the world, even though I know it's not anymore. If or it ever possibly was. ever was, yes. Yes. But so the whole idea was, with that thing is that you can sandwich it all together. You can do it yourself because it usually costs me 150 to 200 bucks for each quilt that I have. Right. After somebody you, else. After you buy all the fabric and you put a piece of it all together in a pretty picture yes. and you buy the batting and the. What, what do you put? What do you put I pay the, her for the batter. She just buys. Oh, the she she does the batting. Okay, so, uh, but then you bucks. you give her the like a giant sheet or something to use as the background for it. Yes, the back side for it. Yes, and then so you deliver all that to her and she supplies the batting and stitches it and it's 150 or yes. more to do. So yeah, that's why quilts are so expensive. Is not only do you have the quilter's time and raw materials of fabric in there, you've got. If you don't have your own quilting machine, you got one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars worth of quiltage. Yes. Well, it would be nice to have my own, but it's like I. That's further on down the road. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll start a Kickstarter when we have you know a thousand <laughs> listeners or something like that. Yeah, now, that's every gonna listener happen. can send ten bucks, and then you can have a quilting machine. At that point, I'll have to park my car outside because your quilting machine will be in the garage. Or I no, you actually it can it can take up that space. I guess right well, there against I guess the wall. It could. It's, yeah, we could move the exercise equipment that we never use. That's the side of the, the living room he's referring to. Yeah, it, it would actually fit in right there. Actually, Very if easy. you if you somehow got found another place for all the stuff you're storing in the garage, it could very easily go on that wall, and I could still get my car in. And you could just drape it in plastic in between. And then when you wanted to quilt, I could move my car out of the garage and go park it on the street. Oh, it wouldn't be warm in the winter. You'd be freezing cold out there doing it. Anyway, <laughs> please give generously. Larry wants a quilting machine. <laughs> right. So other than that. It costs more than a Tesla. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. They, the new one's out and they're $35,000. I am starting my savings right now for that. Yeah. Once, the once, I replace, once I replace the furnace, which hopefully we will be able to do by June. Oh. I, th- I think I'll be able to get the entire HVAC system replaced. The, the condo association is talking about doing it all as one thing for the whole building. Ooh, really? like, like everybody doing it at once and getting an 11-unit package deal from someone like, the, you know, um, oh, who's the people we call? Salcedo. 
connection. Salcedo connection. I have an interesting story about him, but I'll tell you off air because it won't be interesting to anybody but you and me. Um, <laughs> if that happens by June, then I will go in on that with everybody, but I'm betting it won't, and I'm just going to be doing it myself. Yeah, okay. So we'll have a new heater air conditioning unit, like new heat pump outside and everything. After that, uh, savings mark is reached. I am going to start saving for a Tesla. I was going to say, the uh, I noticed that somebody's, like, the unit outside was, like, steaming. <laughs> let me let me guess whose that was that was steaming. Was it the crazy lady neighbor? Because hers was making noise a few months ago, and she didn't she didn't notice it. it was oh, like, really? It was screeching when the heat pump motor fan was running. Oh, and wow. I think it was something simple, like the bearing in the motor was wearing out. It's actually a simple fix, but... These units are 24 years old, and so it's not always easy to get it fixed. Yeah, I was I was fortunate when our motor burned out and our, our air conditioning stopped yeah. last summer. They actually fixed it for pretty cheap because all they had to do was put a new motor in. Oh, okay. Um, and I had to point it out to her because she's so out of it due to whatever substances she's using. Well, I... And she doesn't own the place. She's living in it. It belongs to her... Mother. Mother? Mother. Okay. Like her, she's driving her mother's car, but anyways... Yeah, she's living in her mother's condo. And she's, she's like, her what, 60? And yeah, the woman's easily 60, if not more. And still mooching off of her mother. Still mooching off her mother. Uh, and does stupid things. Like, she has repeatedly locked herself out of the condo. Oh, God. And then she wants to... She leaves her balcony. She's on the second floor like we are. She leaves her balcony slider door open just to skosh so her cat can get in and out. Which is stupid, because it's, you're, it's either heating weather or cooling weather here in Wenatchee. So she's got to be running her HVAC too much to allow that door to be open. All I mean, can you imagine if we left this slider open, how cold it would be in here? Um, during, there's a, there's about a month and a half period. When you don't have to run either. spring, yeah. yeah. Spring and fall, there's there's yeah. probably a month in the spring and a month in the fall. Well, that's quite nice. You when it's beautiful and you can just open your windows and not use your heating or air conditioning. Anyway, she locks herself out. Did we talk about this in the show already? I, I think we may and have then mentioned she, it And once. then she wanders from door to door in the condos asking if, if anybody's got a ladder yeah. she can borrow because she wants <laughs> to go around the front of the building, put the ladder up against her balcony railing, climb up it, she's in her 60s, and get let herself in through her open slider. So the one time she approached me about it, I was like, no, all I have is a step stool. Right. Which wasn't entirely true, but I didn't want to be aiding and abetting someone in their 60s to break their neck. And she, oh, I found out later that she asked um, one of the other ladies who owns the condo who, um, she used to live here with her daughter. Mm -hmm. They've both moved out and she's now renting it out to some nice people. And it's actually a nicer place here since the daughter's gone. But while they were living here, the crazy lady actually got, she went to the door and she asked the daughter if the daughter would go out on their balcony, climb up on the roof, cross the roof to her balcony, climb down and get in her house and let her in. It's like, yeah, that's a smart idea. Go get a teenager to climb across the roof to let you in your house. Anyway, enough about her. She's boring. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so you're 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 in between quilts right now. Uh, yes, actually, I'm I'm a little bit of on hiatus of quilting because there's other stuff. I've got so much stuff I want to do and need to get done because yeah. I haven't finished writing my book quite yet. Right, I and did you've the taken a couple of uh, art jobs. Yes, on lately. Yes, and it's nice when I can just jump in, do something, make some money, and then boom, it's done that day. And I will say this because I know you would never say this, but 
Larry is an artist for pay. He's, oh, God. He's not an artist for free. And he does have paid commissions. So if he can't take on your job, it's not because he doesn't like you. It's because he's already got jobs for pay lined up. <laughs> yeah, too many things going on as it is. But so, I do my best to listen and I know. help people out. You're, you're kind and you help. And you've done a ton of stuff for free in the past. But Yes. Anyway, so thank you to those of you who are hiring Larry and <laughs> giving him a chance to make his art, art pay. Art pay. Art pay for itself. Yeah, right. Well, he, charge, he charges you enough to uh, keep his computer running. <laughs> yes. And, and we're playing Diablo, and you've discovered something extraordinary oh. this morning. Well, it, it turns out, I found out later on that it's it's well documented. You just kind of have to like look for it and read it. But, but still, it's cool. I mean, you kind of found it by accident. You found out later on that you had done it the right way. Yes, that I can get in, in Diablo with the latest expansions. That you can, There's a way for you to actually get into the vault. And the vault is a portal, which takes you to the realm of where the god of greed or the demon of greed is. And she runs all the little goblins. And so when you first go in there, it's a short little dungeon. But you go in and there's all these like pots that you break open and pots and jars. And there's just tons of gold. 17 million gold in what, 10 minutes? Uh, Something like that, yeah. I read uh, other people where they had the usual way you get there is by killing a goblin. And once in a very great while... They that goblin's portal will remain open, and you can jump through it and go there. Yeah. Well, let's back up just a little bit. Diablo three, you're constantly running around either in nasty outdoor swamps and deserts and things like that, or you're running around in caves or dungeons or you know yeah. keeps as they were or towns sometimes. Or oh, the angel area was neat and pristine, so to speak. That's right. Well, yeah, but it was also all full of goo because the demons had taken it over. Yes. So, yeah, even heaven was corrupted at that point. Yes. So, once in a while, you hear this maniacal little laugh, (laughs) which Christina Hill is the absolute best at hearing, because sometimes in the mashing and the noise of the dungeon, I don't hear it, but Christina and you hear it really well. Yes. And you go and you run towards where the laugh came from, which you can you can kind of sometimes figure out on your map where he's where he's at. It'll show up on the little mini map down at the bottom if you're within range to see it. And a little dun- a little goblin guy with a sack over his back called a treasure goblin um, is there, and you have to he's trying to cast a portal to get to, to escape, and you have to start bashing on him, and he takes a lot of hits to before he dies. And after you bash on him for a couple of times, he gets a burst of speed and is able to run away from you. So you have to chase him. And he's dropping gold the mm-hmm. whole time he's running away. And you finally crush him. Maybe if you're fast enough and you hit him enough times, you can crush him. And he drops a crap ton of treasure. treasure. Usually, yes. Or sometimes he just gets away. And all you're left with is little tiny piles of gold that he's left in his wake. We, I, I call it pooping out gold. Pooping out gold. Well, nowadays, now with the latest update, you've got green... Uh, Colored treasure goblins. treasure goblins that drop your uh, the crafting supplies. Mm-hmm. You've got the purple goblin that drops the uh, flame seals that you use yeah. for to, basically a, it's a like special gambling crafting material to like yeah. have a chance to get something. Which I did. I I actually got I did one on my arms and I got an an uh, epic piece which oh, was nice. nice. And then some of them drop gems. Uh, that's the white one or yeah. the pearl. Yeah. You you chase him around instead of dropping gold. He drops gems yeah. everywhere, and I've got like. 200 gems off of that. Oh, nice. So all of these little guys, they, they're trying to teleport back to a place called the Vault, which Larry just described, and their, their big boss, the Demon Greed or whatever, the Baroness of Greed. Yes, although I, I didn't, in, 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 until you read the description that says that it's a girl, I thought it was a, 
a yeah, it's really problem. it's really ugly. So you you run in there and you bash, you, you steal all the gold, and then you fight the, the boss, which is the Baroness of Greed, and then you get tons of treasure from that. Well, Larry found the way in this morning, but he didn't do it the way we thought you had to do it. He found another way in. So one of the legendary rings that you can get is the puzzle, uh, ring. The puzzle ring. When you equip the puzzle ring, you get a little pet goblin to follow you around. And so he picks up all the shit treasure, and after about 15 of those, then he poops out. Uh, a legendary piece. Sometimes he poops Sometimes out. a yeah. legendary piece, which is great. But after a while, the stat, individual stats that you on the ring that help you out aren't that helpful anymore and you just kind of get rid of the get rid of the ring however in the adventure mode after you've gotten kunai's cube i think it's kunai starts with a k it's uh, this thing you pick up somewhere yes and which makes zoltan cool this ghost dude into an artisan which then you can use to and by combining that cube with that ring then you can make the the, portal the whole point of the cube is to extract the essences from legendary items Mm. so this is where you get those extra powers from Mm -hmm. So you extract the powers from the legendary objects, which then you can, you've got those three three slots for powers, yeah. and so that's, you take powers from equipment, the equipment is destroyed, then you use them. However, with the puzzle ring, you use that, and it creates the portal to the vault. Nice. And which you went into this morning. Yes. Without me, and got all the gold for yourself. But I did not. But that's okay, because I also have a puzzle ring, and we might be able to reuse that cube to open another treasure vault. Maybe. Maybe. Because it's, it, it, somewhere it says that, it says once per game. So I don't know if it's, you can't just immediately reopen another one, or you, if you happen to have another puzzle ring, you can do it later. Yeah. So we're going to give that a try. Yes. So, yeah, that was Diablo 3, so all you people who don't video game and are not interested, <laughs> you can all wake up again. Yes. So, uh, what else has been going on? Follies was this weekend in, in, uh, in Wenatchee. I did not try out for it and, and act in it or dance in it, really, but I went and saw it. It was very nice. And uh, as anybody who listens to Greetings from Nowhere knows, Christina was up here two, three weeks ago. We're sorry that we kind of semi-pod faded and we didn't... It's been two months since we got in... Busy. See, it's been three months since we got a, a podcast out. Yeah. Uh, what with the holidays, and we've had a lot of snow here, so it's made everything more complicated. We're, we got lazy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've been busy at work. We've been a little shorthanded. We had one lady break yeah. her ankle. She's been out for a while. We had one one of our drivers slip and hit his head on the metal steps of his rig. Oh, man. He got a concussion from That's that. That's harsh. Oh, yeah. And he, he turned out to be fine. Yeah. Course, but. And my workplace is now turning into a... Uh, Employee-owned business in oh. ESOP, oh. so that's going to be starting here pretty soon. It'll be interesting to see how badly we get hosed over from that. Well, it might be a good thing. Anytime my business does anything that looks beneficial, it's actually beneficial towards them. Oh, well, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't want to be in an in an ownership position with some of the people you talk about. <sighs> they sound like idiots but that's just me yeah anyway so i had a like chore filled day yesterday and i got a crap ton done awesome got my hair colored got my laundry done like three weekends of laundry put away because i've just been barely able to keep (laughs) up washing it and then not putting it away so it's all put away and fresh sheets and i deferred the comforter that i have on my bed from the cats Mm -hmm. and clipped the cat's toenails oh thank god and called my mom which I do every week. My mom called me yesterday. It was a ooh. Nice and then you short... saw your aunt this morning at breakfast too. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was. Yeah, I should have said hi to her. We should have introduced me to her. Well, they were like literally on their way I out. I know. So they, oh, hey, they, oh, hey, yeah. they, she was gone. Yeah. And after, oh, and also you were doing some. Uh, you were partying with uh, 
Bob and Christina and Nicole for Part your D and D. Yeah, pardon. Oh, 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 we were gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we managed to get in a uh, a session of Pathfinder, which is a D twenty game, which we had a lot of fun doing. Finally, got out of the haunted mansion we'd been in for three or four gaming sessions, and got past the uh, zombie crows that were trying to keep us there. Oh. I haven't taken down the Christmas decorations, as you so gently pointed out to me as we were getting ready to podcast. My Christmas decorations consist of four small Christmas trees. They're anywhere from one foot high to maybe 18 inches high. I I put them. I used to have three. I bought a new one for this year. I've bought a new one every Christmas since I got divorced, and so now I have four. They're nice. They're very nice, and they're all I need to do is it's going to take literally one minute to take Christmas decorations down, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So uh, I think that's the highlights, and we've got just a couple more minutes here. I, I do apologize for the last episode's choppiness. We had kind of run long, and I got a little aggressive on the deletion of Dead Space and speeding up so that it would fit into 30 minutes, because I'm kind of committed to 30 minutes. I might go back and re-edit that, but then again, I probably won't find the time for it, because I still have the raw footage, so that's a little more listenable. Hmm. Oh, Christmas. Duh, uh, Christmas. Yeah, we did Christmas. Yes. We spent a bunch of money on each other. Yeah, well, we yeah, and I, as a, I, think I, I think they already know, I, I mentioned I got myself a PS4 for well, NaNoWriMo. That's, that's what we've been doing for uh, Diablo 3. Is yes. Playing the shit out of Diablo 3 on your PS4. Which is something I thought I would never do, because I have Diablo on my PC with, you know, wow, which, oh, that's right, I've got rating. Tonight, anyways. Um, yes, you are rating tonight. Yes, we're getting stuff down. The they're still gonna wait like six more months for that. The the Legion expansion, anyways. Uh, so you know, being artsy fartsy, getting stuff done. And... Yeah, I got interviewed for a local magazine here called the Good Life Magazine. So hopefully, in the next month or so, that will come out. Mm. Got got a picture taken. You had a little interview done. So I'm now considered a local artist. Mostly because I go to their event, right on the river's events for uh, reading stuff that you've written. Yes, I need to go through and do my... I didn't do my yearly... Whenever, each year in January, like near, around the 1st of January is where I go, I throw a bunch of shit away that I don't use, get rid of it, and then I schedule out my year, which I need to schedule out art projects that I need to do, quilts I need to do. Uh, when I'm going to finish my book, I'm going to have to block off this note coming November again. For I'm going to do NaNoWriMo again. You killed it this year. You really... We didn't podcast. Was, the, we, we podcasted right before it started, and Larry was like on it, man. He was... Yeah, we did not have time to podcast in November because I was busy writing. He Yeah, he wrote almost every day, and by two or three days into it, he had already bagged his, like, first week's word count. He was planning on writing like whatever it was, 1,700 words oh, a day yes. to make the 50,000. And he was always, always ahead of it through the whole month. And he finished out the month well over 50,000 words. Uh, yeah, well, actually, I got to, I had about five days left when I hit 50. Right. But after that, then like the momentum of getting the word, that took a nosedive. Yes, and I did, I sort of did NaNoWriMo. I wrote, I promised myself I would write for at least 15 minutes every single day of the month. Mm -hmm. And I did do that, even though I had to go out of town for one day to take a test or something. I can't, or, no, I went to a, I went to a conference. So I went over the night before, spent the day at the conference and then came home. And even so, I managed to write in longhand on my tablet, like paper, piece of paper tablet in the hotel room. I wrote longhand, and then the, that night when I got home, I still managed to get in like my 15 minutes. But I, I added 
<sighs> I can't remember what now what my word count was. Let me talk while I see if I can find it. I think it. you like maybe quadrupled it or something. I doubled what I had. It was a an existing document. Go ahead, talk yeah, while, okay. I, while I pull this up here. Oops, sorry about that noise. Oh no, worries. It's oh. that's the noise the computer makes. The computer makes noises when you click on stuff. No, like talk about talk about real stuff. Real stuff. TJ's typing on a keyboard right now. It's uh, it's on a nice mahogany desk that was made by Keaton. No. <laughs> That's not real stuff. Don't... I added twenty three thousand seven hundred words to my novel. That is freaking awesome. Yeah, and I'm up to I'm just under fifty thousand right now. I'm at forty nine three seventy three. So yeah, that's all I've got. Oh oh, my iPhone died. And you got an Android. And I got an Android. I'm much happier with it. Although I finally do understand that. If you get the expand, you put in an SD card and to expand the memory. Just because you do that doesn't mean the apps will be able to go to the SD card because mm. not all the apps are designed to, to run partially in the SD card. Mm. So that's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. You can find us at braindeadpodcast.com. You can email us at braindeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 26BrainRot, which we would love because we get the biggest kick out of how Google Voicemail transcribes your words into text. It's awesome. So please give us a call if you have nothing better to do. And thanks again for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.